0: Hi, I'm Susan, and this is When Autumn Comes. You know, sometimes life just looks a little different than we thought it would. This is a podcast for the mamas and dadas and caregivers, and the people who love them, of course, whose lives were flipped upside down as a doctor looked into her eyes and explained our child's prognosis. It's a place for the caregivers who get very little sleep as they face symptoms and behaviors that just aren't typical for other children. This is a place where we can take on this journey together because we know that this can be a sad, lonely, misunderstood path. But we also know that as the darker days and colder temperatures begin to appear, so do the golden leaves and beautiful sunsets of autumn. We know that life comes in seasons. We know that in our world, 24 hours can hold so much change that it can feel like four seasons in one day. We're here to help you share your story, let you laugh and let you cry, help you learn and help you grow together with other mothers when autumn comes. The when autumn comes podcast is a program of the Apricity hope project, a nonprofit organization created to empower, encourage and restore caregivers of medically complex and disabled children. You can learn more about our project and help support this podcast by visiting www.apricityhope.org autumn. Okay. We, you don't need to edit that out. We're, that's going to be our segue into this episode. Hi, guys. <laughs> welcome. Welcome back to When Autumn Comes. Y'all, welcome back. Welcome back. It is season five. That was really loud, and I'm sure my my little lines in the editing bar just went nuts because I got super excited. But welcome back to When Autumn Comes. Season five. You're probably saying, hey, when did season four end? And I'm going to say that I'm really sorry I totally ghosted y'all. Like, you know who I really ghosted? I really ghosted Katrina. Like, I absolutely... go. And so my friend Kristen is here, and I will explain that in a minute, but she is nodding at me. Like, yeah, you jerk. You totally ghosted her. So Katrina, I will apologize to you directly, but I am really sorry. So here's the story, y'all. It is currently what, the last week of August, so we're getting ready to drop season five in September when autumn comes, get it? And the last episode I recorded was with Katrina, and it was four months ago. And it was supposed to drop four months ago, but back up eight months before that, And I started a nonprofit, and my life got insane. Y'all, things have been crazy. I have been working around the clock, and now I feel like I'm in my own little confessional bubble. I have been working around the clock, and I'm not getting paid because I am the executive director of this nonprofit. And plan was, I wasn't going to talk about this, but this is a good, this is good. This is real good. The plan was that In year two, I would start getting paid. However, the plan was not for us to find a hot pink beach house that we would host retreats in. And it would be magic. And it would be Lorelei all over the place with rainbows and mermaids and flamingos on the water. There's not even land. I was worried about having to cut the grass. I don't have to cut the grass. It doesn't have grass. It's literally on top of the water. So that was not the plan. The plan was that I would work my butt off, eventually get paid as an executive director and keep making a major impact and difference for the caregivers of medically complex and or disabled children. But we got a beach house instead. So let me back up. I didn't plan on starting this way. It just turned into like, for some reason, Jersey Shore Confessionals comes to mind. Where they like sit there. I feel like the background needs to be like totally like Jersey Shore right now. And I need a duck phone to call in all my issues on. Welcome back to season five. You're wondering why there's like a a giggle in the back. That is my friend Kristen. Y'all have heard about Kristen quite a bit over the years. Kristen is the friend that sends the text that say, Hey, drink your water. And I'm I'm going to do something here that I didn't also plan on doing. Gosh, this is a really bad Jersey Shore confessional. So we're working on getting a text thing. I'm not sure what it's called. A text that comes out from a Prisity Hope project. And I was thinking, anybody who wants to subscribe from When Autumn Comes, we can include in this weekly text thread, your drink water reminder from Kristen, it can be the Kristen water reminder that everybody who listens to this podcast already knows. And let's be real, they're jealous that you text me and not them. So when we get this set up, which now I have to do in the next couple days before this goes live, we will have a don't forget to drink your water text from Kristen. So I I get to be the mom for all the moms. Yes, that's exactly it. So why is Kristen here? Why is Diane not here? What the heck is going on with When Autumn Comes? And what is going on with the Oppressity Hope Project? Last year, if you remember correctly, When Autumn Comes podcast became a program of the Oppressity Hope Project. In the last couple of seasons, Diane has been in and out because life is crazy for her. I will tell you, I talked to Diane still not as regularly as before, but we still talk through Marco Polo, and our plan is to try to record a couple episodes this season together, but things are crazy for her. She has a teenager? Like, how is that possible? She has a teenage boy, and that's, like, totally weird and life-changing. She has her girls. Everybody is doing well. They are into all of the sports that people in Minnesota are into, like, all of them. Diana's living her best soccer mom life. Like, that's just, she is doing all of her things. So she's good. She's just super busy. And I think people got bored with me just talking by myself. So do you remember, do you remember, I am all over the place with the ADHD tonight. Do you remember the show Frasier? and Fraser had the producer in the background named Roz. Well, Kristen, I have roped into editing my podcast for the last season because I didn't have enough time. So Kristen, I don't know if you guys can tell, but Kristen has upped the game of the show notes. Like, they are outstanding. Not only are they better, but they're like, in paragraph form, and they have bullets and stuff. They're incredible. Thank you. So I have roped Kristen. She is now our Roz. She is the back-end producer of When Autumn Comes podcast. So when I say that there is a team, I can tell you that it's me and Kristen. (laughs) We are a team. We, We are working on, you don't know this, Kristen, we are working on getting interns. I just submitted some information to JMU, where Kristen and I both went to school, and I'm working on getting some interns for the Apricity Hope Project, so we can hopefully use some intern help with this, too. All of that to say, welcome, Kristen. She is going to pop on here occasionally when I need somebody to ramble to so that I don't feel like I'm talking to myself her job after this episode that I'm just now telling her is that she needs to redirect me when I go off on tangents about Jersey Shore ducks. And yeah, so I roped Kristen into this just like I roped her into going to Belgium because the same scenario. I didn't want to go by myself. I didn't want to do it by myself. So Kristen is a speech therapist she went to school to be a speech therapist which has nothing to do with a marketing degree a european marketing degree that i forced her to get in belgium because i didn't want to do it alone so kristen do you want to share anything about yourself other than that i i didn't drug you i dragged you into doing this <laughs> you did drag me but it was a good time belgium and this is going to be a good time too i'm excited yeah yeah she kristen was so cute she was like Last season, I am trying to channel my inner Suze as I edit these episodes. And I was like, if anybody is going to have an inner Suze that they can channel, it's going to be Kristen. So I, I don't know if you guys could tell that I didn't do the editing last season. That was all Kristen. And it's because I don't have enough time in my life. So I have forced one of my best friends to do this, and she is using all of her speech therapy skills to edit. Does that help at all? Like, do you listen to the intonations in our voices when you edit? Um, Because let me tell you, if anybody needs to know anything about Kristen, it is that you do not want to play Mad Gab with her because she will get every single card on the first read. I will take you down in Mad Gab. (laughs) I can rock out some Mad Gab. I guess it does help a bit. Yes. I You know, looking at the waveforms on the computer and whatnot takes me back to my acoustics days. (laughs) See? Not a total waste of a degree. Not a total waste. (laughs) Okay, so just to tell you a little bit about what's going on, we are jumping into the season. I felt like this was a good time and place for me to hop on here, introduce Kristen that I've rambled about now for nine minutes and 35 seconds. I asked a bunch of questions on social media recently, which was this morning. And we're going to try to condense episodes, make them 30 ish minutes long. We are going to continue doing 4 AMs. Y'all 100% voted that you want 4 AMs. And that is the easiest thing that we record. So I will absolutely continue to give you 4 AMs because they are not edited and they are completely off the cuff. Let's see what else is there. We are going to probably continue the Take Fives on Monday, but they won't be consistent. They will be here and there as I have time to do that, because I am running a very massive nonprofit right now. The Apricity Hope Project blew up, which is incredible, like blew up in a good way, not like exploded all over and caught on fire. It has grown in ways that I didn't see coming If you go back to my episode with psychic medium Jenny, Jenny told me it would blow up in ways that I didn't see coming. Not in that episode, but off air, she told me that it was absolutely going to blow up in ways that I didn't see coming, and it absolutely did. We now have a hot pink headquarters. We are doing retreats for medical moms. We just did our first retreat. We have our second one happening in like a week or so. Y'all, the moms that came My mama duck heart was just exploding as I watched these little little ducklings like friend each other and connect. And like to be in a place where people just get you is beautiful and incredible. And these moms were all very new in their medical motherhood journey. So by chance, all of them had two year olds. And I think that that was just Magic in itself. Also, if we want to talk about magic of retreats, it was our first one. When we opened our eyes from the opening meditation, Lorelei had a rainbow there, like literally opened our eyes from a welcome to the hideaway, calming meditation and the calming voice. And then we open our eyes and I'm like, oh my God, y'all get up. It was like the quickest transition I've ever done in my life. There was that, there were dolphins. It was the meteor shower weekend. Who knew when I planned it that it was a meteor shower weekend? They, I went to bed, but the moms stayed up and they watched meteors every single night. It was really, really, really magical and amazing. And it was kind of my like, yay, doodles on board. And we're going to keep going. This is going to be awesome. So we have two more retreats this year. At this point, it's too late for you to sign up for September's. But I think there might be one space left for November. And we have dates for 2024. There are some in February, March. We don't have any in April because we have Camp Hopeful. We have one in May and I think one in June. So that's all we have released at this point. But get on the list, sign up, and it's incredible. If that is all this nonprofit ever did, I would be incredibly proud. But we're doing more. We have a podcast. We have hospital go bags. We are now giving our go bags to Edmark Hospice for Children, for the caregivers, not the children. And we are partnering with Children's Hospital King's Daughters and giving them go bags either monthly or quarterly. We're still working that one out, but they are for the caregivers. There's so many amazing things for our kiddos, but there's not much for us as the caregivers. And we're doing it. We are creating it. We're doing a few other things. I can't remember. I, Raz, what am I missing? The gala. (laughs) Yes. Okay, first of all, the main question is, do you say gala or gala? I say gala. You say gala. Okay. I say gala, but I think a gala is an apple and a gala is a party. I think that's what it is. I don't know. What does Google say? I don't know. Google it. You're the, you're the producer on the back end. <laughs> What's Siri say? How do you pronounce gala? Make sure she speaks into the microphone. Gala. It was, I heard it. I heard it. Gala. So we have a Halloween shindig gala gala party coming up. Tickets are for sale still. Sponsorships are available still. It is in Norfolk, Virginia. It is taking place on October 14th. It is a fundraising event for the Prosperity Hope Project, but it is also just a really epic Halloween party. Kristen didn't know me before college. We met at school. And I will tell you, my middle school through high school years, I threw epic Halloween parties. Like it was my jam. Like at one point we had like a clubhouse in the backyard that was an old my dad built houses so it was like a job site little thing that they sat in that they brought to my parents backyard so my sister and I could like play boxcar children or something in it and we turned that into a haunted house one year and I had my godmother back there like as a scary person and I had my dad's job site walkie-talkies hidden through the yard so that as my friends were like navigating back to the clubhouse, like I remember my friend Caitlin was like, "How does that ghost know my name?" Because my dad was watching from behind like it was so epic, and then there was one year that I hung like black things like um black uh like garden paper <laughs> things, or maybe it was trash bags, I don't know, from the ceiling in the garage and made a maze for all of my friends to go through. It was just my jam. it is what I like to do and Now I'm doing that for a fundraising event, which is really exciting, except I haven't sold enough tickets. So if you are local, all of that to say, you will not be disappointed. It is going to be an epic party. It is a fundraising event. We are not doing a full silent auction, but we are doing a silent auction of seven good items. And I can't list all seven of them right now, but I will tell you the highlight one. Well, there's like a deep sea fishing trip. There's a trip to I can't think of the actual name of the town, but it's like Stars Hollow, Connecticut. It's a town that is basically Stars Hollow, and it's going to include dinner at diners and restaurants and things like that. So you feel like you are in Stars Hollow. But there's an Aussie Doodle up for auction, an Aussie Doodle puppy that is going to be like 10 weeks old. We're temporarily calling him Sunny because the Apricity Hope Project, Apricity means the warmth of the sun in the winter. So we're temporarily calling. This pup, Sunny. Sunny will be up for auction. Sunny is going to come with a puppy grooming from my dog's groomer and a puppy consult on training with their group. It's somebody has to win Sunny so that I don't keep Sunny, and I am not. I'm not taking. I can't handle any more living creatures. So yeah, we have a lot of really cool things coming up. The podcast. This year, we are going to have approximately 15 episodes. I promise I won't ghost you without saying goodbye. That's why we have Kristen here now so that she can be like, hey, you need to hop on and stop rambling and apologize to these people and say goodbye. Looking at my list to see if there's anything I'm missing, I literally have apologize for ghosting on my list. I It was very unprofessional of me, and I'm very sorry. But I can make it up to you. If you're local, you can come to one of our Take 5 meetups At the hideaway, see that transition right there. Come to one of our Take 5 meetups if you're local. If you're not local, I got some flack off of the internet this past week about how I need to have things online that are for people who are not local. So I'm working on that too. If I get college interns, I'm going to have them do some, some, uh, I I need help. If anybody has free hours that they want to donate, please let me know because I am running a massive nonprofit, all not all by myself. I have a board, but they all have jobs too. And I have volunteers who all have jobs. And I have volunteers who also have medical kids. So we are all crazy, but I need help. So if you want to donate a couple hours a week or a month, let me know. We will find something for you to do. The last thing I wanted to say was a quick Benji update because looking at kind of the calendar that we have coming over the next few episodes, I'm not really going to be able to get into much about where I'm at in my medical motherhood journey. So I felt like this would be a good time to catch everybody up. I am still standing one foot in heaven and one foot on earth. I am knee deep in grief still. I am also very knee deep in trauma therapy. I am also very much struggling with anticipatory grief for Benji. I would be lying if I said things were peachy. They're not peachy, but they're also not terrible, if that makes sense. Benji is stable, but his form of mitochondrial disease is absolutely progressing. Every month or two, we are increasing his pain meds and or his seizure meds. I didn't have seizures, so the whole seizure thing is very new to me. And his present in like weird panics almost. So like they're not typical seizure and he gets very, very jittery and anxious and panicky. And that's when we know we need to increase seizure meds. But he is growing into his... His personality, he is not Lorelei. He is not colorful and witty like she is or was. And he still doesn't find me funny, but he loves me so much. Everybody told me that you just, boys love their moms differently than girls do. And Kristen can attest to that. And I like everybody told me, I was like, there's no way. Like, I am going to suck at being a boy mom. Y'all, I would not trade my little Benji bear for the world. I would trade his disease, but we're just taking it one day at a time around here. And that's another reason why I am learning to ask for help with things like the podcast and things like all of our other programs, because the reality is Benji has a two to five year life expectancy and he is four. Lorelai passed at five in a five in a couple months. So the reality of my situation is that it's not going to get any easier. But I think that what the Apricity Hope Project and my team and I are doing is really, really important for our community. And I really hope that we can continue to do this. So we have Kristen and I just showed her my my epic to do list for the week. It's like really long and I added marker to it and I'm going to start color coding it so that that helps with my ADHD which I don't technically have. I don't like when people throw that out there. I do not technically have it. I have been diagnosed with um, PTSD. And apparently, this is me being completely candid with the world. I've been diagnosed with PTSD shocker, right? Um, but apparently, like your brain not focusing is part of that. And it ebbs and flows with my anxiety and depression that are both part of my PTSD. So I am going to bring my other college roommate on here one day to talk about that. We all have met her. Amanda has been on a couple times in the last few seasons. And this is where I'm segueing into our upcoming episodes. Katrina, who I ghosted, who I absolutely ghosted, is going to be the first episode other than this long and rambly 24 minutes. Oh my gosh, I have to stop. We have Katrina. We have Amanda, who is a Mito mom, is coming on. We have Georgette is coming back. Y'all love Georgette, and she is just so great. We have Addie from Hayden's House of Healing is coming. We have, who am I missing? There's, I have, I have a handful of people that are, oh, we just, we just sold tickets to the gala, gala. Party, whatever it is. We just sold tickets. I hope it's I hope it's a lot. Wouldn't it be great if it was Oh Hey, bought four tickets? Yeah, I only have like 150 more to sell. Go buy your like party tickets. Okay, we are gonna wrap this up. Kristen, you are the new Roz of this place. Thank you for giving me twenty-five minutes of your time and editing. I am going to ask you a question though, since you have never been on the show. <laughs> okay, I won't ask that question. Um, you can ask me because this was my like confessional from Jersey Shore. What gives you hope? Right now, I am going to say that the community that is embracing the Apricity Hope Project gives me hope. I've rambled for 25 minutes now, and I can tell you, I I really have been working my butt off on this project. But every time I tell someone what we're doing, they're like, oh my gosh, that is so needed. I know someone who can great, and I'm like getting chills as I say this, I know someone who needs your services or, oh my gosh, like I have a child who has a disability. Like every time I go to an event or share what we're doing, everybody's like, oh my gosh, that is so needed. And that is what gives me hope to keep going because right now I I am terrified about funding. I am terrified about long-term donors. I am terrified about whether or not it's gala or gala and if I'm going to be able to pay for it. But every time somebody says, what you're doing is incredible and it's so needed, that's what's giving me hope right now. So... Thank you guys for being here. I am going to drag Kristen over to a very quick 4 a.m. because I'm going to need her to explain how I roped her into three months in Belgium. (laughs) How I drug her for three months into Belgium and now, what, a second year of podcasting. So you can catch us over there. Okay.